This is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- Wine Mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Okay, light them up, light them up, light them up. Welcome, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, the world's gone crazy. The band, the comedy, the cigar smokers, the world gone crazy band. We'll have them on. Uh, we'll take a look into the mailbag. Old Fod Freddy is here. We got some weird news from the asylum as we celebrate this day in American classic history. And we have Tom Lazuka from Asylum coming on. That and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar welcome, Authority. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world. That is always broadcast on location this week, tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. And we're also the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand, you light up along with us. It's better. The show is actually better if you light up It certainly is, especially if you're smoking that gargantuan thing right there. Uh, you can catch us on any one of the seven radio stations currently picking us up in syndication on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Or you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Uh, simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, let's not forget about our good friends at the Cigar Station, replaying our show twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Here we go. And here we go. All right. I said I'd never smoke it. You today lied. Today is the day. You lied. So this is, this is going to last us, what, the next three shows? Well, <laughs> this is what happens. As soon as David says something is not going to happen, it becomes my life's mission to make it happen. And uh, as soon as he lights it up, I will have accomplished my mission. There is a lot of cigars here. First off, it's not a box of 20. It's not a box of 25. It's a box of 30. Right. It's it has a, to be bigger in every It's not way. a 5 by 50. It's not a 6 by 50. It's not a 6 by 54, 60, 64, which would be an inch. It's a 6 by 80. 80. 8-0. It's Asylum. Does it have a name for it? It's the Asylum 13. That's the name. Oh, my God. Here's the question. Is there a cutter large enough to cut that sucker? Yeah. Well, we're going to use the Perdomo <laughs> cutter, and we're going to try to do it. But this is crazy, right? <laughs> it's ridiculous. My, I, I've been doing the mouth exercises, gearing up to get ready for this. Really? What's doing? his name? <laughs> wow. It's ridiculous, right? Thank you. All right, Chuck, you, I'm going to throw it. I wouldn't throw Be it. Be careful. I wouldn't throw it. Can you imagine what kind of ash this is going to hold? Oh, I've thrown. Oh. I've done, I, I hit a, uh, a 12-foot shot or something, 15-foot really? shot. With ash ball. He threw it. Boom. Oh, he threw it. Crazy nut. Oh, my God, guys. Bye, Ernie. All right, for starters, the cap on this requires four leaves of tobacco just to cover up the end of this. Just for the head. This is craziness. They have a piece of tissue wrapped around it. I don't know what that's for, but uh, so you don't actually look inside and see the amount of tobacco that's used. <laughs> My God, they don't even want you to look inside. It's a $9 cigar. What's the weight on this? A couple pounds? My God. Now, usually, like, like a normal-sized cigar, you cover one nostril to get a whiff of the foot, but this one, you can cover your whole nose with the foot of the cigar and take it all in. I get a little barnyard going on there. Oh, that's nice. 
What do we know about this? We know it's huge. We know it's huge. We don't know country of origin. Do we know anything in Nicaragua? Product of Nicaragua. We'll get uh, Tom Lazuka, who came up with this crazy thing. He's going to come on the show in the second hour. He's going to uh, actually phone in, and we'll see uh, what this is all about. Is this crazy looking? <laughs> it's crazy looking. It's a 6 by 80, 80 ring gauge, $9 cigar. It's going to take us. I'm going to do some curls a, while you guys yeah, are. Yeah, just do a little <laughs> weight A few weight hours to smoke this. <laughs> so we're going to light it up, and uh, we're going to first cut our cigar, and the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all others were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Now, can we cut with this? I'm going to end up giving it a try. It doesn't fit around it. There's no doubt about it. They don't make an 80-ring gauge cigar. You think that's enough? I don't know. You only have about 54 ring gauge going there, buddy. That's uh, only about half. All right, I'm going to go with that. Just right. call it quits. Going with it anyways. Um, you, don't, you don't need a lot opened up on a, on a cigar. To, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with this. Uh, I don't want it opened up. Oh, all yeah, the way. there we go. Dave, we have a problem here. We have a <laughs> <cutter. laughs> Give it a here. try. See, see if it if it Yeah, it'll trim, 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 trim the cap going off. on here. That's how big this is. Yeah, exactly. All right. See if you can get, get it going. See if you can get it to land in John Carney's hand. There we go. Yeah, that's good. I All think. right, I think. Let's see if we have. Let's see if we have a draw. So, the, <laughs> listen, people use a bullet cutter, right? So it, it's not opening much more than bullets. Maybe two. DJ D Ray walking out of the house right now. One of my DJs. Yeah. I'm going to pick some cigars up. He's on his way to play yeah. golf. I got a draw. I got a serious. <laughs> this is like <laughs> 80 ring gauge, so that the folks that are listening understand the, the thickness of a cigar. 80 ring gauge, 64 ring gauge. A ring gauge is one sixty-fourth of an inch. So 64, 64, 64 ring gauge would be one inch across. This is 80. So this is an inch and a half across, right? Yeah. Give or take, yeah. Inch and a half across. Inch and a third, so, maybe. So you need to open your mouth up an inch and a half just to get the cigar inside. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's the crazy. draw is amazing. So we've, we've chosen to uh, light our cigar with... Today, the Black Label Flat Flame. Because we need some serious coverage right now. (laughs) The Black Label Cut... And we're going to toast it up. I'm going to begin to toast the cigar. It's it's like toasting a block of wood right now. (laughs) Um, The the Flat Flame lighter on the um, Black Label Flat Flame is like painting um, on the end of the cigar. So I'm going back and forth, back and forth, painting it. I'm going with the around and around method. Oh, really? I'm going back and forth, painting it on, and um, kind of like toasting the end, like with toast marshmallows. And you can actually see the flame uh, jump across the layers of tobacco. Inside looks like uh, if you if you cut up a, a tree, cut a branch of a tree off, that's what we're looking at at the end. It's a good analogy. And uh, I'll tell you, my... Any lighter would do this. The lighter is heating up because it's going to require so much to end up heating this up. Wow. We should tell people that we are recording two shows today. Mm. So if you're on the chat box and you can stomach four hours of this in a row. And I can't. We're going <laughs> we're to. We're, unfortunately, we're not going to smoke this cigar into the second show, although that would be the first time ever a cigar made it into a, two weeks. Uh, a second show. Yes, yeah, two week long smoke. I love our chat box. The tissue cover is to keep small children and animals away. Yeah. That's what they say. All right. Chuck lost his mic over there. Oh, I hear him again. The tissue cover is to keep small 
children. children and animals away. Sounds different, Chucks. You did something here. Yeah, he lost his, uh, lost his connection. All right. Technical difficulties. This is what happens when we do a uh, live broadcast. This is what happens. I can barely hear you, Chuck, but um, <clears throat> I'm still lighting the cigar. I'm going to spend a little time lighting the cigar because I think I'm going to be smoking it for the next uh, at least two hours. Two hours. Um, so I got a little Lajero coming up through the nose here. Wow. You feel a little sting. It's, it's uncomfortable for me to smoke this cigar. Very uncomfortable. I'll tell you, the flavor's I, good, though. I could put my lips around just the end of it, but I, I'd look stupid, and i look shoving this giant cigar in my mouth. Yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily have to wrap your teeth around that bad boy I every do. time. Do you? Yeah, because it looks too stupid. What if we bit down on it a little bit? Like, you soften it down, mush mm. it? I think I can get it down to 64. There's, there's a whole lot of smoke going on here. Wow. Oh, yeah, I got it down to 64. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. So here they are, those that are watching on TV. Look at these things. In Asylum, I think it's crazy. They have a segment in the show where we talk about crazy news and things like that. The cigar itself <laughs> is crazy. It's like a forest fire is happening. There's a lot of smoke going on here. I, I in advance, knew that this was going to happen, creating this kind of smoke. This is an outdoor cigar, folks. We're smoking indoors, but this is an outdoor cigar, I would say. It's creating a lot of smoke. There's a, there's, a, there's a handful of people that can handle smoking this in their car with the windows up. Yeah, you may want to pull, pull, pull that curtain up, I think. Pay attention what's behind that curtain. And maybe the smoke can escape somehow. There's a lot of smoke. Three of us smoking these gigantic cigars. There we go. Boom, chicka, boom. So, uh, yeah, later on we're going to have Tom Ozuka on. Uh, he created this thing. And um, he uh, is teamed up with Christian Aroa and um, with Aroa Cigars and CLE. And this is his brand, Asylum. And I believe it's distributed uh, through them. Or I don't know how exactly it works. Maybe Tom will bring us up to date with how this happens. But Asylum makes regular-sized cigars, which we could easily have smoked a regular-sized one. But no, Mr. Jonathan demanded, insisted said, we have to do it. We have to smoke the one I, I claimed. Well, I, I made you an offer that you couldn't refuse. I said uh, that I'll retire next week. Which is what if. <laughs> which is what we're hearing. Mr. Jonathan is moving. And we'll, next week's show will explain that Mr. Jonathan is moving uh, out to, um, not Alabama, Florida, Georgia. He's moving into Georgia. Yeah, I don't know about that. I'm, I'm planning on sticking around. Yeah, you Mr. Jonathan is moving to Georgia, and we'll explain in the next show, and he's going right away. Um, is that that paperwork I signed? That's it. Uh, so, uh, okay, let's move on. I got a uh, uh, mailbag, uh, and we went over uh, some mailbags last week, but this one actually has to do with last week's show. Last week, we were at the Madonna della Cava Feast. The Italian feast in the north end of Boston. We had a good time. Not only a good time before, during, but even after. We did a we little did. shopping. A I little. still, we were, we were there a total of uh, seven hours. Did not see one police officer. No. Not one person directing traffic. The, 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 the paisans, is that what they're called? All the Italian buddies? Paisans. Yeah. yeah. They're all, they were all communicating with each other. Is it time to shut down the street? And I'm like, don't you need a, like... Court order for that? Can you? No, we're just going to shut it down. That's uh, it. Shut it down. Yeah, you know what? It's time. Shut it down. I'm like, what the? That's it. No more traffic can come they're, through they're, here. They, no one can drive down a public street anymore because the Paisan said so. That's, That's right. it. 
That's the way it rolls. I guess uh, so. Today going on in the north end is the, is the fisherman's feast. From all the fishermen from years ago when they have their feast. I uh, think it's just a reason for all these dudes to get together and drink in public and party. Drinking, eating, feast. It's a feast. Does and it's it a need religion. to happen every week? Can they combine them? Listen, and this is the way we go to church, man. This is religion. This is the religious way. Like the Tainio Indians religiously smoke cigars, we religiously overeat, and we call it religion. There were, there were not very many small people there. there. There were a lot of big dudes. Yeah? They looked hey. like they were professional eaters. There we go. The sound came back nice for some reason. I think it's the smoke. Our yeah. listeners are like, did, you, did we lose you guys in the uh, broadcast? Because all we see is white smoke. Yeah. Really? <laughs> it, it is making a lot of smoke. It's ridiculous. Uh, taste is not bad. It's, you know the red skin peanuts you get in, the, in the, the thing like your grandfather would have them by his pipe stand on the How do you know table? my grandfather had a pipe every, stand? <laughs> first of all, every grandfather had a pipe stand, and they all had those, those same red skin peanuts. Well, if you, at the bottom of the thing, there would be no more peanuts left. It would be all the skins that had fallen off. And I'd reach in and I'd eat them anyways. And they you had... You lick your finger and then roll oh, around oh, every the time. Salt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you take the salt out of the equation and you just get that roasted red peanut skin. And that's the start of the flavor right here. Okay. That's where it's starting. Brought to you by Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Going on a cruise tonight, by the way. That's yeah. it. A little swing cruise. Is this the Boats and Hose? No, this <laughs> is not Boats and Hose, but good memory. Yeah? I'm done doing those kind of cruises. Okay. They, they get, <laughs> You've grown up a little bit. Well, the last, the very last cruise that I did like that, a fight broke out on the dock. Uh, some old guy and some young guy went at it. And one of they both ended up being related to friends of mine, and I just didn't want to get involved in that nonsense anymore. So now it's just the swing stuff. They're all normal people. No crazy drinkers, no crazy party animals. So it's not going to be fun. So. Oh, it's going to be a blast. Can, can they still go if somebody out there is listening on one of these radio stations and says, it's a beautiful night tonight. Oh, my Maybe God. Go yeah, if you're around Plum Island, come on down. Uh, the tickets are $25. But That's if you it? specifically bucks? mention Cigar Authority, I'll give you the I already bought my ticket price, which is $20. But you have to mention you heard it on the Cigar Authority. Otherwise, it's full price, 25 That's cheap, though. Yeah. Yeah. The so boat's not cheap. What time? It goes to Plum Island. Is a certain name of the boat? The Captain's Lady 3. It's the biggest one on the river. and uh, it's the Oh, I'm surprised. He went for the biggest one. I have to go for the biggest <laughs> yeah. one. They said, well, we have these other two. And I said, absolutely not. I'll pay extra. I want the biggest one. Yeah. You only have 80 people. It holds 150. I want the biggest one. And oh, this is small, too. Yeah. I bring my own floor, uh, linoleum, and we tape the seams down because I had hired a professional floor company. And they forgot to bring the sides and the connecting things in the middle. They couldn't make it fit the boat like they said they could. I still paid them, and then I had to do it myself after that. So I bought linoleum remnants. We tape them down. What is, what is, yeah, I was going to say, what is the purpose of doing that? Because the floor on a boat is very, very sticky. It's like sandpaper. And dancers... So that you don't fall off the boat. Right. It's like sandy. So, so you put the nice, shiny so you, oh, yeah. zoom right off the side of the boat. I armor all it. <laughs> get it all happy. So this so, is real people that really dance. Real dancers. But there's going to be some beginners there, so I'm offering a free beginner lesson for half an hour. Give people a little touch-up so they can feel comfortable dancing. What I like about the boat atmosphere, unlike regular type of parties where there's clicks, you know, the good people dance with the good people and the newbies dance with the newbies, this is the kind of atmosphere where everybody feels like dancing with everybody. Uh, my partner Larry and I both talked about the music. We're going to go very wholesome, very old school, some 60s type stuff. Like, really, really bringing it down. 
to the to the origin, the roots of swing. It's going to be awesome. So I'm not a dancer. If I wanted to go and I didn't want to learn to dance either, can I go? They just yep. love there's the music. A non, and... There's a non-dancer's pass, which is $10, and you're just not allowed up on the upper deck. I want to go on the upper deck. Well, then you pay the $25. Or well, 20 because I'm going to say the Cigar Authority. Say the when Cigar I get Authority, there. it's $20. So I can go there and I, I can enjoy myself and go watch people dance good. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've got we've got world champions on the boat every time. World champions. World champion dancers. You get a chance to dance with a world champion dancer, just ask him. And Mr. Jonathan will do that, even though he's another man. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter to Oh, him. my God. <laughs> I love following. Yeah. It's addictive. Uh, probably uh, a bad choice of words. Bad there. choice of words. <laughs> okay, in the mailbag, I got a uh, email from uh, our friend Craig Vanderslice. Cigar Craig. Craig. Cigar Craig. We love that guy. And uh, he was listening to the show last week, as he as he does all the time. Cause I I have one thing I want to say to Cigar Craig. Yeah. That he did not interview Mr. Jonathan, but he did say he interviewed the Cigar Authority. He only interviewed half of us. Half of this guy, and so it was I'm, just you. I'm half, and the other half is you and Chuck. I don't know about that. All right. Chuck's mic may or may not work right now. So he was listening to the show last week as we were at the feast, and we were smoking. We went we went old school last week, if you listen to the show, and we were smoking Perotis and Avantis. We got schooled by those cigars. There we go. Here is a fun fact about Avante cigars that you will surely appreciate, is what he says. I heard you mention the individual packaging on the show. Did you know that the machinery that was used in the packaging of Avante cigars was purchased from the makers of Tootsie Rolls? Get out of here. True story. Pennsylvania Cable Network had a series on PA businesses where they toured the plant. Uh, They really soaked the cheroots in real anisette. Um, That explains the overpowering flavor. It's like smoking black Twizzlers, he says. That's a very astute observation, Hmm. Cigar Craig. Yeah. So, yes, it is very intriguing to me. I didn't hate it. I did not hate it. I didn't I like wanted, it. I you wanted. Liked it? I did not like it. I no. wanted to hate it, but I couldn't hate it. Would I voluntarily smoke one again? No, I wouldn't buy one. I wouldn't take it out of inventory even and smoke it. But if somebody was smoking them and they said, "Would you like one?" I don't know that I'd turn them down. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. A year or two is going to pass, and then you're going to say, "I feel like a Parodi." That actually, you know what? That will never happen to me. All right. Remember this. All right. That will never happen. It will happen. Sean, time mark this. Yeah, Yeah. mark mark the tape. (laughs) It will happen. It will happen. And uh, I will show you. So thanks, uh, Cigar Craig. Keep those letters. Keep those letters and emails and any information you can. We would love to do a mailbag segment every show, uh, but we need people to write in when they have comments about the show. So it would be great if you would hit us up, Mr. J at thecigarauthority.com or just Dave at thecigarauthority.com. Does anything work? Could you write anything? I'm not sure what no. happens if you write anything. Okay. With my website, it's set up so that you can do anything at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com, and lots of people have tested it with swears and stuff, which I find very funny. Pull it up on my phone. But what the amount of smoke coming out of this? Oh. Well, we've been smoking for 20 minutes, and I'm only I'm barely starting. half an inch in. God, I'm not even that. I got a, uh, another email from Charlie Minato. Menudo? Menudo. Uh, halfwheel.com. He has a uh, blog site that's out there and uh, very, very active. There's a lot of information. I get a lot of stuff from there. Um, and he mentions on there the uh, Canton, Massachusetts Board of Health uh, bans the sale of snus and other non-combustible nicotine products while also 
they raised the legal age to purchase tobacco from 18 to 21. This is a city in Massachusetts. This folks. is Canton? Canton, Massachusetts. Yeah, I grew up. They're seceding from the really? union, Chuck. Oh, I'm embarrassed. One of the things they banned is the, uh, the sale of electronic cigarettes. Well, they tried. It didn't work. Um, they are not allowed to be sold by retailers as of January 1st, 2014. Um, so he said, would I like to comment on this? And I said, absolutely. Uh, I want to comment. So here it goes. Here was my answer to him. Canton, a neighboring town, Sharon, were the first cities in Massachusetts to enact no-smoking policies inside and on the streets of their city. Over the years in Canton, Massachusetts, just five elected selectmen who control the city and non-elected members of the Board of Health have brought it upon themselves to push aside all state and federal laws and conduct their cities as the People's Republic of Canton. Oh, God. Where, coincidentally, they got their name from. Canton, China. So this explains everything. These foolish laws do nothing but hurt the retailers in their city. Crossing the city borders or buying online legally is where that business is going now. Paul Revere made his home in Canton, Mass, Mm -hmm. and is rolling in his grave right now. The nannies are coming. The nannies are coming. The nanny (laughs) state. The city of Canton. You're so dramatic. Hey. I love it. Just another slap in the face to retailers in Massachusetts. And this, these days uh, after a, just days after a 33% increase on their cigar tax. Now, uh, that was up from 30% to 40%. That is not a 10% tax increase. That is a 33% tax Mm. increase. Plus compounding the state sales tax to 6.25%. Make it in Massachusetts was a slogan in the early 80s when I opened up my three shops there. I remember that. They made it impossible for me to make it in Massachusetts, so I closed the three stores, moved to New Hampshire, and opened up three. New Hampshire's slogan, live free or die. Much better, because you cannot make it in Massachusetts. Canton, Massachusetts, shame on you. Mm -hmm. It's illegal what you did, and it takes somebody to stand up in that state to stop it. the whole town gets sued, and they lose, and they get bankrupted. I I am embarrassed to have been raised in Canada. I don't know if you and I can be friends anymore, Chuck. Did you guys see you, the you uh, born there. the number one town to live in in the U.S.? According to, I think it was Forbes. Or Sharon, Massachusetts. Which is the neighboring town, which is the worst. Bingo. It's the worst. Bingo. That's the best to live there? It's the worst oh, to live there. Crazy. Crazy. I would like to. You can't smoke in the streets. That's right. Is, nowhere. Is, is nowhere. That why it's so good. You can't smoke in the street. Yeah, let's go I do it. I think it's anywhere in public, Dave. I would like to form a parade, the Cigar Authority Parade. I'm in. I'm in. And we get a license to parade in that town, and we walk through the town and smoke cigars, and that's the parade. I love it. Can we get, can we get a thousand people to do it? I mean, we need a big group to. That is the number one city in the country to in live the war- in? Yes, in the United States of America. Sharon, Massachusetts. Right? I would the not, number one place. I would not want to drive through there. That's how bad it is. I agree. It's the, it's the People's Republic. And, and next door, it's Sharon. Next door to Sharon is Canton, who wants to try to do the same thing, is doing the same thing. Yep. The, the smoking age is 21 in that city by itself. Everything around it is 21. They have brought it upon themselves to change state laws in their own city. There's a bias behind this. What's the motto? Follow the money. I'm going to do some investigating into this because it makes no sense at all. The poor guy in that town is just losing his business. Ah. And not just losing the business to the 18, 19, and 20-year-olds. i got to imagine the 20-year-olds, 25-year-olds, and some. 
they're going to stop doing it just for the principle of right. Stop doing business with people. You're not going to let my friend come in and buy smokes. Yeah. It, and it's not the poor shop owner, the poor guy running the shop, trying to make it in Massachusetts, trying to make it in Canton, trying to survive. It's not his fault. It's not. But you know what? He's the one that's going to get hit. So I, I urge that person to pack your bags oh, yeah. and get out. Get out of Dodge. How do you think their taxes are? I know the answer. It's high. Very high. Yeah. That's the state's highest in both Canton and Sharon. One yeah. of the best places to live? Are you kidding me? Now, I, I don't drink a lot. I'll socially drink. There's not a bar in Sharon. You can't smoke in public. They have the highest taxes. That's why you don't like it. You need to be an alcoholic to be able to I, live there. My God. I, I saw a comment on Facebook saying, you know, Maine, take the state of Maine. Now, I'm biased because I'm here in New England. I have no affiliation to Maine, but there's some beautiful towns. Not yeah. one of them, one of them ranked on the list. Waterfront, ocean. You kidding me? Yeah. Sharon? Come on. Bogus. You guys just fired me up. Thanks, Canton. You know what? I'm not from Canton. Yeah. I was born in Belmont. That's where I lived for most of my life. Then my parents made the BS decision. To move. I'm embarrassed. Canton, you're fired. Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, Louise, he's making mountains move over there. No, it's horrible. He might have just had a bowel movement. He was so worked up. Hey. Tw- 21. Just looking at the floor, making uh, sure. So, you know, take, take it back to you can go in the service. You can fight for your country. Right. And then you go back to your hometown of Canton, Massachusetts. And, oh, my God, I just got off. I was in the battlefield for, mm. for the past six months. I come home for a day. I want to relax. Let me, let me have a cigar. No, you can't. You have to be 21 in this city. But you can just go over the border over there and do it. You've got to be kidding me. It's illegal. Exactly. You should not be able to do that. Yeah, it's not cool. Listen, the Board of Health people aren't even elected officials. They're, They're not even elected. All right. You got a bunch of old ladies there saying, "I don't like it." That's it. How about the hairspray? Could they? How about after you're 65 years old, you can't drive a car? Exactly. Plus, after you're 65 years old, you start to get that old people smell, anyways. So that should be outlawed. <laughs> so could they theoretically then take take the 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 alcohol age from 21 and by their own force of will turn it to 18? If they're going to take a law and they can do anything they want, apparently they're doing it. I don't think legally they can. I know. Paul Revere is rolling in his grave right now. Question about it. The nannies are coming. I like that, Dave. This is against the Constitution. This is against the, not only um, the state Constitution, the federal Constitution. They cannot do this. And this is not, they're not, not doing it. They're doing it. As of January 1st, this is it. I hope somebody out there is listening right now and, and, and takes them to court. Take them to court and, and stop this madness. Wouldn't this have to be voter approved? If it's by the selectmen, I mean, I'd apparently not. Five selectmen in the Board of Health decided to change the smoking age by three years. To every, from every other city in the state, we're going to do it. It's People's Republic, right? They don't even belong. They, they've seceded from the union at this yeah, point. Yeah, they have. Yeah, it's not cool. You think this asylum is ridiculous? <laughs> That's yes, ridiculous. I, yes, I do. Yeah. But not as ridiculous as the uh I the like this cigar. <clears throat> I like the flavor. I do. Could you could you smoke this? Could yeah. You? I mean, well, do yeah. I have do I have a day? I mean if I had a day to myself to smoke this. I cigar. honestly and truly I wanted to hate it. I wanted to, because it is so thick and it, it, it is so awkward. Tell you, it's it, a great value, nine bucks. The amount of tobacco alone. Look at that ash. I just smoked a cigar's worth of tobacco, and I'm an inch in, and it's holding its ash, man. 
You're chugging, man, because I, can, I, be, I'm doing I, a lot, I'm I do a lot, a lot, of lot less talking than you do. Yeah, you do. So much for that partnership going on here, right? <laughs> I do a lot of the uh, post, the pre-show work, you know. Yeah, because you don't do much of the, of the, of the pre. Right. He showed up yesterday, and we, we, we have to gear up for actually two shows because we have to go two, two back-to-back. And he goes, okay, I got 15 minutes. Let's do some show prep. You took so long on the other thing you were working on. <laughs> yeah. You could have done that after, but you chose to keep going on it. Because I was in the middle of a thought. Chuck was I talking earlier about you, you have these thoughts, and you have to follow through with them. I have to. I yeah. have to follow through with them. And just hold on a minute. I, the minute takes a half hour. I, I hear you because that happens to me anytime someone says, that's what she said. It makes <laughs> me think of old Fart Freddy, and I have to stop, and I take notes so I can go over the notes with Freddy. The commercial before the show. Correct. Here we go. <laughs> so uh, this classic day in American history. You ready for this classic day in American history? Let's do uh, it. Let's do it. Let's, uh, this classic day in American history, August 17, 2013. Uh in American Classic History is brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! You've heard of epic rap battles, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American Classic History. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole! It's in the hole! It is in the hole. Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move. Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. American Classic Cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Okay, August 17th, born this day, I believe Chuck Morrison. Is the new champion. Yes, yes sir. After and his four-week losing streak. So we will, I think it was two, but we'll bring, uh, we'll start. I'm pretty sure it was eight weeks. Actually. We'll start off with uh, Chuck Morrison. Chuck, yes, born sir. this day, Mary Jane West, a.k.a. Mae West, American actress, um, singer, playwright, screenwriter, sex symbol, who entertained spans for decades, known for her... Uh, um, sexual ways that she would uh, um, be she on had stage. Impressive in, bosoms in vaudeville in mm. New York, and moving to Hollywood and becoming a comedian and actress and writer. Um, nineteen eleven. Born in nineteen eleven, he says she was born in nineteen oh six. Nineteen oh six. You are both over eighteen ninety three. Son Ooh. of a gun. Okay, right, my we're, we're going to move over to Mr. Jonathan. Robert De Niro, born oh, yeah. today. Actor, director, producer, Jake Lamont from Raging Bull, Al Capone and the Untouchables, you. Taxi Driver, The Beer Hunter, Cape Fear, Godfather 2. De Niro made his uh, directorial debut in a Bronx tale. Analyze this. Born 19, today. 1941. <coughs> 1941, he says. 43. 43 is exactly oh correct. Oh, my God. You got lucky on, on that one. Come on. Lucky. Are you Googling you, stuff over there? Hey, Pat, hey, look at his computer. Hey. Is he Googling things? No right. Googling. There's no Google. Because that's cheating. 
Okay, there's no Googling. He got two points. Every time he gets two points, he's cheating. Exactly. Every time he gets any points, the he's two cheating. of you cheat all the time, anyways. Helping each other with little singles. No, signals. we call it as it is. We're gentlemen on the show. That's it. This goes to Chuck. Yes, sir. Belinda Carlisle, Belinda Carlisle, American singer-songwriter. Uh, the Go Go's. We got the beat. Our lips are sealed. She was born today. What year? I don't. No idea who she is. Really? Don't know these songs. Wow. Blind guess. 1933, Mr. Jonathan. 36. 1936. 36 will win at 1958. Ah, Mr. Jonathan. Still losing. Mr. Jonathan. Okay. You know who she is, right? I know exactly who she is. Oh, my God. The Go-Go's. Our lips are sealed, no? I got nothing, bro. Vacation. Vacation. We got the beat. Not the... Oh, oh, we got the beat. We got the ah. beat. Oh, yeah. All Very right. repetitive you songs. Sing neither of you, neither of you sing the, the song like it actually sounds at all, yet you both know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, you're wrong. I'm blown away by Mr. that. Mr. Jonathan, today is Donnie Wahlberg's birthday. American yes, it is. singer... Actor, producer, Happy New Kids birthday. in the Block. Uh, Wahlberg was born in Dorchester, Massachusetts. Not to be confused with Marky Mark. That's right. That's his, his older brother. That's his brother. It's his younger brother, but... Ah, I see how I garnered that information right there. Yep. Yeah. What year was so, he born? Uh, he was born in 72. 72. 70. 69. Oh, I was going to say 69. Never, never be afraid of the number 69. Never be afraid okay, of Okay, happened this day. Chuck Morrison happened this day. Yep. Addiction. The first meeting of Narcotics Anonymous happened this day in South Car- South California, of course. Oh my God. Uh, Narcotics Anonymous. 1981. 1981. Ooh, I'm going to say it happened on my birthday, 1978. Happened in 1953. Ooh. There was narcotics back then. I know. That's what I was, was thinking. I'm like going around for a long time. Really? Nothing new. Uh, Mr. Jonathan, the first compact disc. CDs were released to the public in Germany today. Yes, they were. What year? That was 1982. Oh, double point. Double point. What's up now, Chuckster? Three to two. Uh, Three to two. Jonathan's got the lead here. Mr. Jonathan, the last one. You need this to tie. All right. A double gives you a win. I'm going for the double. This is the last one. I'm watching your eyes, you know, winking at him or something over here. Doing nothing. Lewinsky scandal. Yeah. U.S. President Bill Clinton admits. In taping testimony that he had improper physical relationship with White House intern Monica Lewinsky on the same day, he admits before the nation that he misled people about the relationship. This day, what year? I got to get a double. I got to get a double. 93. It's 94. 88. Oh, come on. Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan is the is champion the, again. That's He gets this classic day in American Even history. Even with the two of you trying to cheat. No. Brought to you by Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars. Mild to medium blends with specially aged Nicaraguan long fillers. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigar. So that's that. All right. I'm getting nervous because... The answer's uh, wrong? Lewinsky, 88, when he admitted it. That's true. Oh, that is oh! Wait true. a minute. We we have we have controversy here on the cigar. It's too authority. late. I've already been named the winner, but I agree that he did not become Rudy. Uh, Rudy as the as the designated cigar statistician from Canada, with the most precise knowledge on American history of anyone. Of course, of our listenership. <laughs> yes. Can you please look this up for us, my friend? <laughs> I got eighty-eight here. Yeah. Yeah. He was. wasn't president until ninety-two. Could it be ninety-eight? It would be 98. And if it was, 
What, what has happened here? I got it. What did I guess? But I, I tied it. You guessed, uh, what did you guess? 91? I thought wow. I, what is we today? have to go no, back I and listen I said, to What I we I have to do is, but August 17th, David made a mistake. <laughs> this would be wait, the day. Wait, wait, Are you saying it's 98? No, I have no idea. Oh. I have 88. But We're going to have to wait on Rudy on that. Wait on Rudy. We'll go to break maybe and all right. we come back. We'll go to break. We'll, we'll come leave back. Leave all the listeners in suspense here. Oh, my God. What could have happened? When we come back, uh, we're going to have Gary Drumsticks Marino from the World's Gone Crazy Band with us and lots more. So stick around, everybody. We are live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. 
The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand pick, hand roll, and then carefully hand check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, we're back. We're live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. World's gone crazy. The comic rock and roll circus. Uh, that's who we're supposed to be interviewing right now. Live radio. This is what ends up happening. Lots of problems happening on the background. Uh, the, the people that are supposed to be on the show aren't there. So uh, like a lightning bolt in your clam chowder, World's Gone Crazy is a, is a show for both music fans and stand-up fans alike. It's a unique rock and roll comedy group band, a one-of-a-kind show. I actually saw it myself. Uh, I liked it so much, I actually hired them for our uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary. Incidentally, this coming up September 25th. And um, we are going to have 400 people at the event, and we're giving away, right out front here, the uh, DeLorean. The DeLorean. It's a DeLorean with 10,000 uh, original miles on it. It's Virgin standing, in every way? Every way. Okay. 10,000 miles on it. And uh, with us will be uh, Gary Drumsticks Marino. So we're going to have him come on the show. As soon as he shows up, he's in a little traffic right now, we heard. But uh, funny, funny show that they do uh, some crazy stuff like uh, Jim Morrison singing nursery rhymes, incoherent songs, little bits of things. Like the Dire Straits guy. um, What is his name? I don't know. Dire Straits guy? The Dire Straits guy, anyway. So you you never can really tell what he's saying, and they... They change their voice to sound like that guy, and they shake their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Incoherent, awesome. incoherent, it's right? Awesome. Uh, some people say uh, an FM radio station, Martha's Vineyard, said one of the greatest shows I've ever seen in my life. Um, another uh, advertising company out there says uh, they've uh, literally hundreds of jokes and musical parody, fakes, commercials, and impressions, jams in this hysterical show. And um, these guys made me incredibly hungry, said Gandhi. Oh, nice. So uh, that's who they are. An endorsement by Gandhi. That's it. They got some, they got some funny stuff anyway, and if they were, if they were here, we'd be uh, talking with them. But they're on their way, and he's probably listening as he drives to. Here he is! Coming here he right is. through the door. All right. Hand him over a headphone. Jump in here. This is like uh, superstar stuff. Walks, right, walks in right to the studio. Gary Marino. Hey, hello. Welcome there aboard. We go. We're and Gary Drum. Not not sticks, Marino, but drumsticks, Marino, right? I got rid of that name. That was given to me. I took a lot of heat for it. So I'm now Gary G-Spot, Marino. G-Spot, okay. All right. The G-Spot. Okay. Hey, first question for you guys. Where's a flying DeLorean when I need it? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> what the This hell? would have been it. 
You should didn't have tell me it, it was I'm 17 gonna, uh, miles of traffic. Gary, I'm going to give you my headset because it oh. appears that yours is failing. Oh, okay. It's just soft. We're, uh, this is a live radio show. You know radio well, but when you go on location, all kinds of stuff happens. And uh, we do it every week live, so this kind of stuff, we're getting kind of used to it. This stuff happens. Right. Right. used to it. it yeah. <laughs> well, my apologies. No, not at all. Uh, so uh, tell us about the World's Gone Crazy. World Gone Crazy Comedy Band. Uh, three years, we launched it in 2011. And yep. uh, uh, it is a live musical and comedy session. Yeah. Dedicated to a world gone completely crazy. It sure is. Doesn't it? It, it? It's very different. I can see this thing being in Vegas someday. This is a Vegas show, but you guys come around the, the Northeast. And yeah. That's where you do it. Yeah, no, we, we, a lot of people do say this should be in Vegas, but I'll tell you the truth. I, I ain't going to Vegas. <laughs> you know why? It's too damn hot there. No, it's the world of excess. Oh, and, uh, yeah. That's where I, I shouldn't be because... Uh, I hear you loud and clear. You know, it's the world of the buffets, and uh, I should really stay away from that. So, yeah? Um, I, I'm married, so I can't order off that menu. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah? I don't gamble. However, with my addictive personality, I could absolutely mortgage away the house. Yeah, you could learn how to do it. So, I no, no Vegas for world gone crazy. Okay. So you're going to be a local thing. So where did you guys come up with it? You just you're comedians, really, right? Well, yeah. You know what happened was was you know we've been doing comedy for for a long time, 15 years or so, Boston and all throughout New England. A lot of the people that hire us for events um, started to say, "Hey, love stand up, but is there anything new and different?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Stand up will always satisfy the crowds. Uh, there's always you know Boston's a great factory of, of stand up comedy. Sure. But. Um, What's new and different out there, you know? And so we decided to create new and different. And it was easy to create because the world has gone completely. (laughs) We call this the Over Every Cliff Tour. There you go. Because we've not just gone over the financial cliff. We've gone over every cliff. Everybody is good, though. Musically, I mean, you guys are spot on. Thank you. You can, you you know, everybody knows the songs that are playing. The words have been changed to protect the innocent. Yes. But they're, they're funny stuff. But... It, it's not like you're playing a five-minute song. You guys play very short little clips, one after the other, and it's nonstop of entertaining, right. funny stuff. Yeah, you know, we live in a media-induced ADD world. Yeah. And uh, so it's, we, call, we do what we call the quick hits. Yeah. You know, we get a, a verse, a chorus, get the laugh, get on to the next yeah. one. It's, it's rapid fire. And obviously you're the drummer. I'm the drummer. Okay. Yeah. And, and who else is on the band? Well, Mike Coleman. I actually started the show with Mike Coleman. Um, comedian Mike Coleman, who also is the creative director at uh, a, a radio station in Boston. Starts with the W, I guess. <laughs> yes, <you>. yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway. A he, big station. Big station, yeah. yeah so 13 states, they're huge. He and I got together. I think I approached him in 2010, and we started putting the show together. And he, he's also a 20-year Boston comedian. One of the best, as you'll see at your event. Yeah. And uh, um, on, on guitar, we have uh, uh, Pete Rebel, who, who's a great guitarist. Not a comedian, although he's a pretty funny guy, and he does a lot of funny stuff during yeah. the show. And we just added an actual real musician. Okay. <laughs> on keyboards. There you go. Yeah, a guy named Billy Fokker. Ah. I love that. Is that great? <laughs> yeah. I love Fokker. that. Yeah. Fokker. Fokker. Yeah. <laughs> After every song, it's such a guilty pleasure. I yeah. go, give it up for Bill E. Fokker, ladies and gentlemen. He has to live with that. I just want to sit on his couch when he walks out in the morning. I heard and he was going to change. I heard he was going to change his name to Jim Fokker. But <laughs> it's 
actually, it's Fakhor. Okay. But it's pronounced, at one point it was pronounced, you know, in history, Fokker, and so I latched onto that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it's, such, it's such a guilty pleasure. I want to sit at the breakfast table sure. when him and the wife walk out in the morning. Billy Fokker, ladies and gentlemen. Give wow. it up for him. Uh, so if somebody wants to uh, find you guys online sure. or to find out where you're playing, what do they do? Well, tonight, uh, you can go on, on um, worldgonecrazyband.com. And uh, tonight we're at the Newport Grand Casino. Okay. Down in uh, Newport, the base of the Newport Bridge. There's yeah. a casino there. We're going to play the, the uh, slots. I mean the slots. Uh, we're in the main showroom. And okay. that's always a great venue to see us. It seats two, 300 people. We'll be in situate at Bacher Tavern okay. um, on the 28th of September. And then uh, 25th. Not, uh, not to be outdone. We're, yeah. we're looking forward to your event. And, and uh, get ready for the smoke because there's going to be a lot of smoke and mirrors there at that night. <laughs> I've been in touch with a company called Lincare that's given us oxygen tanks. Oh, okay. So You're going to need them. Beautiful. Okay, geez, I'm sorry that this uh, ran so uh, tight, but uh, hey. what can I say? World's Gone Crazy Band.com is where they're going to find all the information. Exactly. This is Gary Marino. And uh, if you want to come, I think we have seven tickets left for our anniversary party. Seven tickets left if you want to come and see them with us. Uh, give us a call at Two Guys Smoke Shop, 603-898-2221. And uh, get, get the very last of those tickets. But we're jam-packed. we got 400 people. So uh, Can't wait. it's going to be all on you. We'll be there to rock you. All world. right. We're going, to st- we're going to be back in just a few minutes. Stick around, folks. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. This is David Garofalo of Two Guys Smoke Shop, and we're proud to say Two Guys is the largest family-owned cigar retailer in America. I've been there many times before, Dave, and it's true. It is stogie heaven. Two Guys has three locations, all conveniently located off Exit 1 and all right over the Taxachusetts border in New Hampshire. Take Route 93 to Salem, Route 95 to Seabrook, or Route 3 to Nashua, because for cigars, every highway leads to Two Guys Smoke Shop. Two Guys Rock. Two guys rock with a billion choices in Stogie Heaven. There's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border. Coincidentally, huh? It's no accident, and just one of the reasons Two Guys is the largest cigar retailer in America. Two guys rock. Another reason could be our cigar selection. Again, the biggest and best, I'm proud to say. Make the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free Salem, Nashua, or Seabrook, New Hampshire. Or find them on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. It's stogie heaven. You like Robusto, I'll take a Toro. You like Oscuro, I'll take Maduro. You like Perfecto, I'll take Torpedo. Sit back, relax, it's Two Guys time. Two Choices. It's Stogie Heaven. 
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed? Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor in taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. This this is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks. And, checks. and Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big groups, so make him feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. And- 
And we're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Hour number two. We look in the asylum. Old Far Freddy. We're going to get debonair, but we're still smoking the same cigar. This is the Asylum 13, and it is the big one. This is the six-inch by 80 I'm ring I'm only gauge. two inches in, man. God. A full hour, and I've only covered two inches. Value. It's a good value, but you've got to be prepared to be able to put an 80 ring gauge in your mouth. You've got to be comfortable with your sexuality. You've got to be a man's man to be able to do it. I dare you, and I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You're doing it. Okay, I'm do doing it. it. Uh, you are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in New England, the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. And we are also the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking. We demand and we insist that you light up along with us because we are actually lighting up. You can catch us on any one of the syndicated radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. You can always tune in live at thecigarauthority.com, or you can watch us live where you can watch us live, or you can catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, our good friends over at The Cigar Station, that's thecigarstation.com. They replay our show from last week twice on Sundays from 11 to 1 and 11 to 1. Six inches by 80 ring gauge cigar, The Asylum. This is normally where we cut and light the cigar, but we're going to smoke the same cigar. I believe this is the first time ever on the show we smoked one cigar for two straight hours. Is there such a thing as too much of a, of a good thing? No. No? No. It's a lot I'll of tell cigar. you, the, the flavor of this went from the peanut skins, the red peanut skins, to a very deep, dark, roasted peanut butter, like a well-roasted, fresh peanut butter. It's got some, uh, I hate to give you a little uh, something. There's something to peanut. I don't know if, if you, because you've said it right from the beginning, it's still there. There's, there's some uh, nuttiness going on. Yeah. Is it nuts because it's nutty? It's nutty because it's crazy? Because it's insane? Because it's asylum? Or is it nutty because it has actually a nutty component to it? There's a nutty component to it. There is. Of course. Of course, right? Because I said it. All right. <laughs> there was, uh, we did that. Uh, that Davidoff event with the Davidoff Nicaraguan launch this week, and Johan was standing up there giving his presentation, talking about the floral notes and blah, 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 and one guy, a fan of the show, Jeff, said, uh, actually, Johan, why don't you stop right there and leave the flavor profile to Mr. Jonathan? He nice. said it right there. Really? It was pretty awesome. All right, so you're, you're the guy doing it. We got the DeLorean parked outside. People are coming by, taking pictures with it. We only have it for a short time on September 25th. We're going to give it away. One lucky uh, patron at the cigar dinner at Two Guys Smoke Shop's 28th anniversary will drive away with it, and uh, it will get the DeLorean. And, uh, That'll be that. World's Gone Crazy Band is going to be there. It's going to be a nutty nut, nut nutty night. We, have, we were supposed to have 15 different manufacturers there. It turns out it's 16 because of major error on our part. Wow, you're not even going to throw me under the bus. I'm going to say our part because we, we haven't figured out what it is. But it's All pro- right. It's probably, Thank you. That was very debonair of David right there to fall on the sword a little bit. It's probably Mr. Jonathan's problem. We can still hear you. Oh, can you? We actually can still hear you, yes. Because <laughs> you didn't cover up the microphone. You boxed it in. All right. So uh, I've I got to bring this guy on. we got to bring this guy on because he created this thing. And the world's talking about it. The world's gone crazy. On the phone with us, Tom Lazuka from Asylum Cigars. Tom, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, Dave? Yeah, very good. Very good. We're smoking the uh, Asylum 13, the 6x80 ring gauge. What were you thinking? (laughs) What were you thinking? (laughs) You know, (laughs) I guess I wasn't really. 
really thinking, but, uh, you know, that cigar came about, uh, you know, obviously the, we came out with the 70 ring gauge. Uh, Christian thought I was batty for wanting to do that, and uh, the 70 went so well, and I traveled around the country visiting retailers like you, and I, you know, I had a number of retailers asking me, hey, can you make us an 80? And I'm like, ah, I don't even have molds for that stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, Talk to Christian, I'm traveling around and I'd stop to visit retailers and say, hey, what do you think about an 80? They would all, everyone told me the same thing. Tom, I'm never putting that cigar in my mouth, but I'll take three boxes. No kidding. So after a month of that, I sold 700 boxes and wow. off we went. And these, yeah. are, these are boxes of 30s, folks. These yeah. are big, big boxes and big cigars in them. And I got to tell you, we can't keep them in the stock. I, myself, I said I would never smoke the cigar, and today's the first time. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It has, it has good flavor. I'm not too comfortable with, uh, you know, how about make, making an 80 ring gauge and come down to a torpedo? Yeah, this would be the time to have a torpedo. Right, and, and come <laughs> down so somebody can put it in their mouth. But I never thought of the, the mold type of thing. So you actually had to have new molds made to handle an 80? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So, so eight- we, yeah, we have the new molds made, and, you know, you never know. You might see one uh, that gets tapered down into a torpedo at some point. That'd be the way to go. Well, when you hit the 100, you're going to have to do that because... Please tell me we're done. <laughs> we're done with that. Please say it. Yeah, well, no, listen, never say never, but, uh, you know, my intention is not to make cigars any bigger, man. I, I, we really want to make, uh, you know, if there's a demand for a cigar, we want to make it, uh, you know, but I don't want to make cigars as novelties, you know. They, well, the, they, uh, surprisingly enough, they're selling. The you interesting know, they're reselling thing is... And, and, and so, you know, we're going to continue to make them. Yeah, the interesting thing is that a lot of people try the cigar based on the novelty of it, and it has the flavor to back up the fact that it is Asylum 13. It, it fits right in as far as flavor-wise with the rest of the line. People smoke it as the, the novelty at first, and then it becomes their cigar, which I find remarkable that a man's man is going to put this in his mouth and say, yeah, I smoked the Asylum 13, 6x80, and I'm proud of it. I'll never say that. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's funny to see uh, the change. You know, I mean, uh, ten years ago in our business, we we were thinking sixty ring gauges were ridiculous. Right, right, and and they and they are too, but um, you you for, certainly stepped it up. So where did you come from, Tom? I came from. Uh, I was with Christian for uh, uh, nine years uh, with Camacho. Okay, wow. Um, I worked yeah. with Calibri, the lighter company, before that. And uh, I, I started in the business on the lighter side with Calibri and S.P. DuPont. Uh, spent a couple of years with them and then went over with Christian. Uh, and I was with Christian part of the transition into Davidoff. Uh, and then when the non-competes came up, you know, Christian and uh, we were always very close. And uh, he said, Tom, you know, let's do a brand together. And so... You know, I, uh, I I jumped off the the plane. People thought I was crazy from leaving a good job and uh, you know a great job with Davidoff and and to go do a cigar brand in the, today's environment. Uh, you know, on my own, but uh, you know it was a good choice. You know, we we've done very well, and and Christian's a, a great partner uh, uh, to have. You know, in life with with. Uh, the cigars and uh, it's gone very well for it. So you don't, you don't handle the other things, the other cigar brands from Christian. It's just the Asylum. Well, I guess what we did is 
to kind of understand the structure of the company, we, we started four separate cigar brands plus a distribution company. And so my, my day, I call it my day job. My day job is I'm the VP of sales for the company. I oversee the sales for CLE, Eroa, uh, the One Shot, One Kill with Edgar Hoyle, uh, obviously the Asylum, and then our Winwood brand. Okay. Um, and we just added another brand called Pure Soul, uh, which was another gentleman that was with us at Camacho for many years. His name's Robert Wright. Yeah. Uh, so we just brought Robert in uh, full time, and he, we're launching uh, his brand here. Uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll get it in, and it'll start shipping before the end of August. Uh, so I oversee the sales, the sales people, but you know that's my day job. But uh, I also, you know, I do the events and promote the Asylum brand around the country. Where did the Asylum concept come from as a brand name? That's unique in and of itself. Well, you know what. Yeah, you know, that's a funny question. People always ask, they want to take asylum as the crazy side of things, you know, because it's real easy. You know, we got tons of names and different ways we can go with that product. Uh, but the true meaning of that brand is really asylum is your shops, Dave. Uh, they're, they're the place that our, we go to get away from our uh, problems, get away from work, get away from the kids, get away from the wife. And just go relax for a couple hours. So you're taking and, and it's really, a, that's what it's about. It's about the cigar shop. Okay. The brick and mortar shop where we can go sit and get away from all our problems and just relax. Why 13? Well, that's a funny story. Yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, we had another gentleman involved with us in the very beginning named Kevin Baxter. And that was his favorite number. Okay. And we, we, we originally had... We're going to call it Insane Asylum, but we our, our trademark got disputed by a hookah tobacco company. Wow. So it was uh, really just a last-second random thing that we said, let's just do 13. Okay. Wow. Done. Okay. So now as line extensions, you no. also have the, yeah. the straight jacket. You've got the ogre. Uh, anything new coming out that you can let us know about in advance because we love the scoop? Anything new coming down the pipeline that we can look yeah. forward to? You know, we, 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 we've got a couple things that we're talking about. We're, we're, we're kicking tires with them right now and, and, and blending. Uh, so we're just waiting for the tobaccos to come in and, and, and kind of put them together. I can't say too much about it. What I can say is is that the ogre was a, a, a really a, a, a nice success for us also with that Candela wrapper and the Habano. People really loved the flavor. It really turned into a creamy cigar. Uh, I, I was you shocked. You might see that coming out in a smaller size. I, I, I was shocked. You know, something more smokable for <laughs> for a regular person. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna work on. Uh, yeah, we're gonna put that into more standard size for uh, for some guys who really want to enjoy it, but don't enjoy a cigar that big. So uh, you know, we'll probably launch that for uh, you know b- before St. Patrick's Day next year. We'll we'll, we'll get that. So. Uh, but that, that's all I can tell you right now on the new stuff. The, all right. We've got one other thing in the work, but i got to keep it quiet. For all right, so, so people don't steal the idea and come out with it before you do. But you guys have a uh, lot Absolutely. of sizes on this. I mean, you guys came out uh, packing right from the go. I mean, lots of different sizes and lots of creations in, in the uh, little over one-year time span already. Yeah, it's been uh, pretty amazing, you know. We... Uh, uh, you know, watching the growth of this company, just, you know, not just Asylum, but uh, 
as we grow with the CLE and everything, you know, it's pretty amazing, you know, when we compare it to where we were uh, at the same point with, with, with the prior company and, and the growth of this one's been pretty amazing. And, we, you know, we got quite a variety of, uh, of sizes and really different cigars. You know, we don't really compete against each other. The CLE and the Asylum and the Ostock and the Winwood are all very different brands. So, uh, and we run them separate and, you know, each, each brand has its own personality, whether it's me with Asylum or Christian with CLE or Robert Caldwell with our Winwood brand. Um, you know, each brand is, uh, has their own face that kind of gives the, the brand its direction. So it's been a lot of fun to watch each one grow individually. Okay, and how, and how come Nicaragua, of all places? Well, you know, just obviously when we were doing the two brands together, you know, Christian and I were talking, and, you know, he was coming out with obviously the stuff, him and his father's farm in, in Honduras. And we just said, listen, let's do, let's go Nicaragua with the asylum. Go different. Obviously, the the market trend has went very Nicaraguan over the last few years, uh, and so we just went with that trend, and uh, and it's been very good for us. I mean, the Nicaraguan, uh, it's just very popular right now, and now we want to really start pushing. Obviously, with the the new stuff, CLE and Eroa brands, they're just very good, and we can start pushing Honduran cigars too. And and I did launch the. Uh, Asylum 13 Corojo, you know, last year towards uh, the end of the year, which uh, has done very well for us also, which is the authentic Corojo from the Aroa family farm. So it's a a great cigar also. Okay, how about the factory in Nicaragua that you use? Is is that your factory or do you farm this out or what do you do? Well, what that factory is, uh, we're we're actually in the, we have a non-disclosure agreement. We're in the process of buying into the factory and partnering in it so uh until we're actually completely finished with the sale uh we have an nda that we can't discuss it exactly who it is and where it is uh, obviously it's in esteli nicaragua but uh other than that i can't tell you until we're finished with, with all right. the complete transaction unfortunately i'm asking all the questions i'm getting i'm getting the uh the no answers yeah, to it shut out i love <laughs> yeah. it but it's all right. That's my job to try to pull it out of you. I'm going to get you for drinks one of these nights, and I'm going to get all the answers. Absolutely. Yeah. You got it. All right. Tom Lazuka, thank you, and, and continued success with Asylum 13. And uh, I'm pleasantly surprised, I'll tell you, with this big, gigantic cigar. Uh, besides being a 6x80, it has no, it has no name to it. We Maybe lose. we lose. Still there? Of course, we lost him. <laughs> it's one of those days. Anyway, Tom Mazuka. I don't. I don't believe it has a name. It should have a name. We should come up with one. He should come up with one anyway. Uh, there, yeah, there is no name oh, for this. Still there? There, oh, you there, are, there you are. Is there a name for the size six by eighty? Yeah, I'm still here. We lost you for a second. I'm in uh, Knoxville, or pardon me, Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm, I'm driving to an event right now. Okay. <laughs> Do we have a name for this uh, six by eighty? Is there a, is there a name to it? Well, I don't. Uh, you know, we 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 have not named any of the cigars specifically, and I I, I think uh, I might get in trouble on the radio if I actually say what some of these people are calling it. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, that's good, yeah. and I appreciate it. But you know, usually I hear ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I take somebody, can I show you something? And I, and I show it to them, and they go, wow, that's ridiculous. And then they grab a couple, which is the amazing <laughs> thing. <laughs> so it, 
<laughs> yeah, that's, it's a, that's what we should name it. Ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's, it's a unique. Uh, the, the whole company is a unique concept, and it's good to see uh, somebody doing something out there. So, congratulations on uh, the continued success of Asylum, and thank you for uh, joining us on the Cigar Authority, Tom. Oh, thank you very much, Dave, Jonathan. Looking forward to seeing you guys at the anniversary dinner. Great, right. great. That's Tom Lazuka, and he is the president in charge of Asylum. He controls the Asylum and all the crazy lunatics uh, there. So uh, now it, it, is, it is interesting. He brought he touched on a point of the different lines in that in their company. They don't compete with each other at all. Right. They're going after different smokers. Obviously, Asylum is going after the big ring gauge guy, which there is no true flavor profile yet because these very large ring gauge cigars are just now starting to take off so you can't say to a big ring gauge smoker well do you like Corojo because there's two Corojo cigars that are 70 ring gauge or better yeah yeah so it's interesting that that's they're going after the big ring gauge guy there with with Christian's Aroa, they're going after a guy that is uh, wants to smoke a well aged uh, medium price cigar uh, that has the the history. We'll say with it reminds me of uh, Christian's first run of the Palma. Yeah, yeah. So much of it. Uh, so that's a little bit of Christian's history there. And then you smoke that new Aroa. That's what it tasted like. Oh yeah, the, the new Aroa. We'll get that on, on on one of these shows. Anyway, we did it with Saka. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. I, I, I'm glad that I'm not the only one with his days running together oh, and information God, crossing over. Me? Oh, my. When this, part, when this anniversary party's over, I'm taking a vacation. I'm telling you right now. Okay. I might even have to take it from the show. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let, let's go into the aging room night, night, now. Can we do that, Chuck? Let's you think we can it. pull this off? Going back into the aging room. Old Fod Freddy is back live from the aging room. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, VD scans are quick, painless, and often electronic. Oh, boy. In my day, the doctor stuck two gloved fingers up your backside and asked you if it burns when you pee. Nowadays, the police are training the youth of America to rat on each other. If you finger your friend for breaking the law, you get an ice cream cone in some neighborhoods. In my day, fingering Old Fat Freddy would get you something free, all right. A brand new pair of cement shoes. Nowadays, it's against the law to build your own dams. In my day, we would erect huge dikes to make our own electricity. We were VD-having, non-ratting men with hugely erected dikes. Sometimes, aging <laughs> makes a great cigar even better. <laughs> Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try aging room cigars from boutique blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. Again with the fingers in the butt. What information can you possibly garner about the front while you're digging around in the back? Freddie got fingered. That was a movie, right? It was. was. And (laughs) I'm not going to lie. These old Five Freddy segments are making me sweat live on the air. And you did them. <laughs> this is the first time I'm, I'm there, hearing them. I'm there, right, I'm there right next to him as he's reading, and it just doesn't – on the air, it's a different feeling. Have you talked to Rafael Dardell at um, Aging he, Room? He absolutely loves the segment, and I'm like, okay. really? Because – it's going places. He goes, push it as far as really? the radio will let you. All right. Wait so, for next week. Yeah. Really? So if you thought today's ne- was edgy, 
N- next week as in uh, in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to broadcast, not broadcast, we're recording next week's show. Why do we do this to ourselves? Because we're going to uh, be going to the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. Like we could do it Tuesday night or something. Like, why two in a row? Because we're here. Oh. I'm losing years off my life. Wouldn't you rather just take it, get it done, no. and it's rip over? That, rip that Band-Aid off. I don't. Yeah, just I don't want to rip it, it off. Check it off, and we forget about that. And then uh, next, uh, a week from today, we'll be at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival in Boulder, Colorado. There's going to be 1,500 people there. You've never actually broadcast in front of 1,500 people. That's true. And uh, we'll record that show and play it on the September 7th one because the yeah. one we're going to tape right after this one is going to be playing while we're there because uh, we thought we could go live, but it turns out a uh, two-hour time difference, and it doesn't open till 12, which will really be 10. Yeah. So uh, We, we would have been able to do it year one when we used to broadcast at 10 in the morning. Yes. Which that I'm glad is over. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? Oh, man, because I would DJ till 2 o'clock in the morning. Like last night I was out. I DJed last night. I, I didn't get home till two. By the time I eat and wind down from the event, it's three thirty. Then a, come, go to come bed. Hours early. Not only that, but smoking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Imagine this at ten a.m. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Some of the stuff we ended up smoking strong on whatever. <laughs> this is three and a half years. We're going a little more than three and a half years. Yeah. We're, we're, we're coming yeah. up uh, on year four, uh, and they say it wouldn't last. They say it wouldn't you last. You actually said it wouldn't last. That's right. <laughs> you oh, were, that was me. You were them. That was me. <laughs> this went last, you know, after the first couple of them. So uh, what do we got? We were talking uh, earlier today, uh, Pro Cigar Festival, and uh, Mr. Jonathan Carney uh, was saying that Stop calling him that. <laughs> <laughs> he, look at he's He couldn't be copying my style more right now. He's rocking the jacket and the jeans, although that jacket he's, is sharp. And he's all over the country, so that is his style, and you're copying him is what he's going Wow. With. Wow. Uh, the dates for the 2014 Pro Cigar Festival in the Dominican Republic, uh, the largest annual cigar celebration in the Dominican Republic, has been set. Next year's will take place on February 16, 16 through 21. I went last year. Really something to see. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm into it for going out there and doing the show from there or anything like that. But, well, yeah. Uh, they would certainly have us, I'm sure. This is the seventh year. It uh, was formed in 1992. Um, and eight companies got together in the Dominican Republic years ago. I love this part of it and said, let's have a festival all together. And it, there's no cigars to be bought or anything like that. It's a celebration of cigars in a cigar um, manufacturing country that um, a lot of the money that they get uh, helping that country and the villages that they're in is come, coming from cigars. So the people come from far and wide and uh, celebrate with them. I can and, see uh, why you like it. It's not unlike the CANH golf tournament where all of the retailers get yeah. together. And because the, really the enemy is not the guy five miles down the street. You yeah, know, yeah. You, at that point, you're competing customer service and selection <laughs> or whatever, but they're not the enemy. The enemy is taxation. The enemy really is the very government that we elected somehow into office. I didn't elect them. I am batting a thousand. All the people in office. As soon as you I mean, give someone money, everywhere they don't get elected. Yeah. Uh, if it's you are over. running for office and you need a contribution, don't come to me because not only would I probably give it to you, yes, but the problem is you'll automatically lose. Right. Yeah. Don't take my money. I'm, I'm batting a thousand. I mean, I have fundraisers for these people. I get behind them. I work hard, and it's close but no cigar every time. These guys get close, but it doesn't happen. And uh, I got to blame myself. Have you guys ever chewed on the leaf of a rhubarb plant? No. No. 
I recommend you do it at some point because I'm at the point, you're not going to be here for another hour and a half, but I'm at the point in the cigar where it's, it's got a little bit of uh, green quality to it. It's, it's the leaf of a rhubarb plant. I'm not even sure if you're supposed to eat it. Most people break it off, but I've nibbled on it a little bit, and that's what I'm getting here. Brought to you by Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. I uh, I still got the nuttiness. It's a nutty nutty cigar. It's crazy. I yeah, love you're it. Gonna, nutty. You're gonna drop your nut, and, and it'll end up going a little bit leafy on you. Did I? Did you happen to recut that with the Perdomo uh, cutter? I did. You did. Okay. All right. No, should, did I recut? No. No, we should talk about that though, because <laughs> no, it's just every time we light a cigar. All right. All right. <laughs> I have been touching my cigar up with uh, my flat flame here by Black Label. Well, we, I, I'm doing it right now. Dave, we know how you feel about. The size of the cigar, uh, what it represents. But flavor-wise, what do you think? Flavor's good. My, my jaw's hurting. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not for everybody. Yeah, if this cigar came in like I tell you, you 50 try, ring gauge, I'm glad, I, I'm glad I did it. Is this your first one ever? Ever. I never smoked a sample. I said I'm not going to. Uh, if it's going to sell, it's going to sell. Hey, I don't like everything that's in yeah. these uh, showcases. Uh, but this one I will never smoke is what I said. But, hey. Will you smoke it again? No. Yeah, he will. <laughs> He's <laughs> honest. <laughs> He'll end up smoking it again. We all will. I'll smoke the regular size one, but... The regular Seriously. size one is 60 ring gauge. As much as I talk in, in the big mouth that I have, I don't really have a big mouth. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. Re- really, is it hurting your jaw it, a little it, bit? It absolutely is for me I've been well. chewing on mine, and I, get, I got it squished down now. I'm, I'm down into, like, I don't know, 60 ring gauge. It's... Just a big cigar at this point. I like the idea of uh, a torpedo, an 80-ring-gauge torpedo. Don't go 81 enough. We've got to draw the line here. I don't even want to. And you were the one that went around the trade show floor, saw every single booth. Did yes. you see people coming out with 80s? No. More than 80? Nobody. This is it, right? This is the only 80 that I saw. Now, there's 400 booths, and sometimes, this is what I don't understand about the trade show. These people are there. They've mortgaged their house, in some cases, to put together a cigar company, and they leave the trade show floor to go do something other than sell me cigars. Hmm. Sometimes there wasn't someone there, so I didn't get samples from everybody. But no, n- Nobody at their booth at all? Nobody. I understand somebody has to go to the bathroom, but you leave somebody behind. Yeah, it was like, oh, let's go take lunch for three hours. Really? Wow. Yeah. Craziest thing. My God, you got 20 hours at the show. That's it. That's all the show lasts is 20 hours. Yeah, drink a little less water. My God, I didn't pee. Pee in a cup. I peed before I got That's there. That's what they make Mountain Dew bottles for. It's not to drink the Mountain Dew. You dump that out. You pee in it because it looks like it's the same. Be careful not to drink it. Really? Although you can cycle your own urine a full time. You're really not supposed to drink it the second time. It becomes poisonous. But the first time, you're good. Have you ever done that? No, but I've, I've always wanted to, you know. Try it. What is it, Jack? I was saying social media. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was saying skip Sorry. over the peeing in the cup and let's talk about... No, no. Okay, it's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars who are built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you a balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. Okay, these are the top tweets of the week that I found. Recluse Cigar, the brand that was built on social media. I want to have three kids and name them Control, Alt, and Delete. When they screw up, I'll hit them all at once. 
If you smack the kid in the face with a bottle of Johnson's No More Tears, would it create beautiful irony? Yes. Don't talk about yourself so much. You'll do that when you leave. We'll do that when you leave. Ah, yes. I never let my children watch big band TV performances on TV. Too much sax and violins. Okay. Sex and violence. I got you. I like it. I like you it. don't have to explain it. I got it. <laughs> and the number one tweet I saw all week, my hamster died today. He fell asleep at the wheel. All right. That was terrible. Terrible. I like that one. <laughs> Today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled and two-bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. I've I, I got a new uh, symbol for you. I'll do this when it's social media, like a bird, okay. like a tweet. I got nothing else. I'm trying to like wait till next week, which is in one, which <laughs> is in 30 minutes, and I'll be like, "Why are you flapping your hands like that?" Yeah. <laughs> is Napoleon Dynamite? Why? What happened there? I saw you ever saw the movie? When I did. He does the the performance, and this is his move. Oh, really? it's his dance move. <laughs> I, I saw that. That was a funny movie. It it's funny such an movie. odd funny though, like yeah. an uncomfortable funny. I like it anyway. So. Uh, Next week, Mr. Jonathan Carney, LaFleur Dominicana, uh, will be on the show. His name is not Mr. Jonathan. I object. And because uh, we're going to be taping at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, so we're going to have mom. We're going to go two in a row. So if you're driving around, you say, uh, you know, what do I want to do right now? And you're that bored, come on down to Two Guys Smoke Shop. And, well, uh, what we really should say is because this show is for this week, we have Jonathan Carney in the shop yes. this week, yeah. right now, and we're doing, doing a little Florida Minicana event. Yes. Normally, we like to have the the rapper or the cigar celebrity on the show that we're doing for that week. However, we were already booked, and this event kind of came up. We wanted to meet the new guy. His name is John. Yep, we'll and, have him on, too. Uh, John, J-O-H-N, which I don't like being called that. <laughs> no offense, John, but... My name's Jonathan. I'm that guy. Jonathan Connie is John. He's anything. He's just a personable, nice guy. His sister doesn't like when people call him John. She really? stands right up and says, his name's Jonathan. Really? Yeah. Okay. little fun fact about uh, JC. All right. We're going to go to break. Not to be confused with the Savior. Let's go to break. When we come back, um, we got a 2,000-year-old pipe has been discovered. we got uh, Chuck Morrison getting debonair the gentleman's way. And uh, we're going to take a peek into the asylum as we continue to smoke the 6x80 Asylum 13. It doesn't have a name yet, but it's ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to see if I can finish it before the show's over. That and more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are... Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. 
1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Fortsack Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Fortsack Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsack Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like, only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsack Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsack, but you will love them. Hi, this is Jonathan. Jonathan, this is Losers Anonymous. Please, don't give out your full name. It's anonymous. What seems to be the problem? I just can't stop buying trashy cigars on the internet. I keep getting these offers for this crap, and I just can't stop buying it. My humidor is filled with this junk, and I can't even smoke it. That's insane. Why do you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect something different? It's the pictures. They look so good. But the cigars are always terrible. I guess they are seconds for a reason, huh? I guess so, Jonathan, but just stop the insanity. I can't. I just can't pass up a deal. It's no deal if the cigars are bad, is it? You're right, but... But nothing. You may not be a loser, Jonathan. You might just be stupid, but I have an option for you. It's cartel. Hey, I might be a loser. I may even be stupid, but I'm a law-abiding, cigar-smoking citizen. I'm not getting into anything. That's illegal. No, Cartel isn't Cuban or anything illegal in any way. Cartel is an affordable cigar brand. It's something that competes with those closeout brands, but it's no closeout. It's a very affordable brand, Jonathan, out of Colombia, and it's a great everyday cigar for very little money. Don't be stupid. Smoke Cartel. Cartel cigars are handmade cigars out of Colombia for a little over a buck a stick. Don't be stupid. Don't be Jonathan. Smoke Cartel. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except 
It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. We're here asking people from all around the world what they think about Equilibrium cigars. Let's hear from cigar smokers on the golf course in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, what they think of the new Equilibrium cigars. Mm -hmm. How about outside this biker bar in Sturgis, South Dakota, what they think of the new, well-balanced Equilibrium cigars. Next, let's see what race car drivers in Indianapolis, Indiana, think of the new, well-balanced and medium body taste of Equilibrium brand cigars. Mm -hmm. Now, how about this mime troupe from New York City, New York? How about what a famous cigar-smoking movie star thinks of the new, medium-bodied, tasty, and well-balanced Equilibrium cigars? Smoke it once, and you'll be back. Mmm. How about this monster over here? What does he think of the new medium body, tasty, and well-balanced equilibrium cigars? Mm. <laughs> equilibrium cigars, a new, well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that everyone can enjoy. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority of the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Not cool. <laughs> Not cool. We're back live. The Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're broadcasting live today here. Next week, uh, we'll be right here again because next week starts in just a little while. Yeah, I might take my jacket off so my outfit changes. And as we're on our way to Boulder, Colorado for the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival Saturday, August 24th, located in the heart of Boulder, Colorado, the festival attracts consumers uh, geared towards high-premium cigars, including handcrafted brews, unique wine, spirits, um, you're going to mingle with uh, probably about 1,500 people, 20 I, different cigars. I know you're not a fan of, of the whole drinking thing because it kind of shuts you down, but one thing that a lot of cigar smokers do is pair their smokes with a libation. Yeah. We should take advantage of the fact that there will be some vendors there and do a little pairing. Not to the mm. point where we get loopy, but you know, a little sip here and say, okay, this would go well with this. Yeah, we'll this drink. And with not driving. That's true. Next, although the next day we're getting up early. And then we're heading out. Yeah, because I have to DJ Sunday night, so we can't be late. Yeah. So uh, all the manufacturers today are going to spend a lot of time. It's going to be a late night. The night we get there is going to be a late night, which yeah. is uh, Friday night. And then uh, Saturday's all day. And so I get to go to bed early. It'll be 1 o'clock in the morning. Right. Perfect. Early in the morning, which will be two hours later. It'll be 3 o'clock. Right? I got a couple shout-outs. Go. I want to shout-out to Scott and Henry, who are here. You seem like you're whispering. Scott and Henry! <laughs> Scott and Henry! Go ahead. <laughs> uh, they are actually they're here smoking and listening to the show, uh, fans of the show. And also, John the Postman. You know who you are. I met him at the... John the Postman! Go ahead. Well, I don't understand why he's yelling. I'm shouting. 
Shouting out. Shout out. Oh, all right. You were getting punny. Uh, so John the Postman listens to the show when he does his route on Saturdays. That's a weird uh, last so, name, the Postman. Well, I'm not sure that. if it's legal to be able to say the Postman's last name. That's worse than Falker. Maybe it is, yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. So uh, thank you for ruining my shout-outs. So those, those are my shout-outs. <laughs> Scott, Henry, and John the Postman. John the Postman. Uh, exotic automobiles will be at, be at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival also. So we'll be looking at those because we're going to give away the DeLorean. We need a replacement. We need to get something else. It doesn't have to be an automobile. We've done the 10,000 gallons of gas, and we've done different things over the years. But why not look at the exotic automobiles while we're there? Also, guns. We're talking machine guns. All kinds wow. of cool stuff. Nice. Hopefully no one there is from the Postal Service because we don't want them grabbing one of those bad boys and going postal, as, it, as it's called. Yes, it is postal. Uh, Who's going to be there as far as manufacturers go? Jonathan Drew will be there. Oh, all yeah. right. So uh, he's, he's always... Like, uh, a little bit of a recluse as far as uh, recluse. I'm concerned. We don't see him very often. Um, you got Rocky Patel. He'll be there. Pete Johnson, Matt Booth, George Rico, Grand yeah. Havana. I didn't get a chance to meet George Rico. I was in his booth, and he was busy. I didn't get a chance to meet him, but I wanted to meet him. Uh, Nick Perdomo will be there. Christian Oroa. Love Christian. Tom Lazuka. I'm going to be with him. Tom's a good guy, too, as we uh, heard. Tony Gomez, which is uh, La Flor Dominicana. Lito Gomez's Le- son. son huh. who he is, has his uh, own cigar. Which is the new, what, 1A something? 1? Chapter 1. Chapter 1. Chapter one. Chapter nice, Mr. Jonathan, nice job. There we come. Oh, my God. Ring the bell, he says. It's only because it bothers me that you guys do it. And I, it bothers me so much I can't even not say something. That's how much it bothers me. Years of my life dedicated to be the one and only Mr. Jonathan, to be the number one Mr. Jonathan on Google, which you can't even Google that bald, goofy so-and-so over there. And then you guys just throw it around like it's no big deal. Oh, yeah, he's Mr. So Jonathan. So if, oh. if I went on Google and I I'm did the Google one. Images... And I did Mr. Jonathan, period. I stopped there. Period. Picture End of sentence. You. I'm the guy. Really? That's it. You are Mr. Jonathan. I am Mr. Jonathan. It doesn't matter where I, I go. There's a MrJonathan.com. It's a teacher in California. I offered him $4,000 to give me his website, and he wouldn't do it. So then I got mad, and I said I'm going to beat him on the Google search. And when I was mad, I put him on page four. He's the exact match. He was on page four. I'm not mad at him anymore. I've let it go. Now he's on page two. Because you've destroyed him. Halfway And down. his family. For no reason. <laughs> if, I, if I'd been not, closer, I might have slashed his tires. Not I was very gentlemanly. Whatever. No. no. Whatever. This was before I knew about debonair and being a gentleman, and I hadn't learned yet. I think this is a perfect seg- segue, Chuck Morrison. While you're enjoying life to, a, to its fullest, it's important to be a gentleman. And how to be more debonair and more gentleman-like is Mr. Chuck Morrison. Good timing. You need a gentleman. Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pop up the volume. You need a gentleman? And it is the gentleman's way brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, ever. ever be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, Mr. Jonathan, gentlemen, David Garofalo, I have a question for you. Actually, I'm going to reveal a secret on today's show to help our audience, to help our fellow brotherhood out there, our men, become better gentlemen. Brothers of the Leaf, they're called. B-O-T-L. 
That's correct. And it's this. I've been asked a lot throughout my life, career. Chuck, you're, you've got this infectious attitude. You're very kind and generous. How do you do it, man? So today... How do you do it, Chuck? I'm going to reveal the secret. The secret. Here it comes. Of how to be a gentleman throughout the entirety of your life. And it's simply this. This is what I do. This is how I treat people. It's not just do unto others as you want undone to you. No, no, no. It's beyond that. If it opens, close it. If it's open, close it. Correct. (laughs) It's this. I treat everyone, everyone, male or female, as though they're my own mother or father. Now, I was thinking about this gentleman's way, and I realized that there might be some people out there that don't have great relations Uh, with their parents. I have a question. Uh, Is it like a mother or like your mother? Mother. mother. Okay. Did I say mother? Nope. I'm All just right. making sure that I have it correct so yes. I, I can proceed. And I wasn't necessarily thinking of you. Liar. But, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, best friend. You know, treat someone like a best friend. And, and think about, you know, that example last night coming home from the Patriots game, for example. Uh, traffic was insane on Route 1 North going towards uh, 95. And I made a last-minute decision, an audible, as it's called in the football world, to take a right-hand turn on some side roads that would get me to 95 a little bit quicker. And I made that decision rather quickly. It came out the, uh, the massness, if you will, my mass heritage of being a, yep. an aggressive driver sometimes. Yeah. Driver behind me, wailing on the horn, got the middle finger, just kind of smiled, waved my hand, and proceeded along. And again, the whole time, like he was my father. That's how I do. I don't let aggression get to me in those well, occasions. Now, in the case of my father... Uh, we're fond of waving with just one finger. It's yes. like the, yeah. the other half of so the peace of, sign, if you will. So yeah. would that have been appropriate for me since that's how I would treat my own father? Well, it wouldn't be very gentlemanly. Ask yourself, is this a gentleman thing to do? You Calling well, your father number one? So it's number one. Number one. Number one. There no you go. better uno. But like I say, if, if, you, if you don't have that type of relationship, if the, if the relationship would, would lead to aggression or anger or a number one symbol – Think of your best friend. If it was your best friend, like again, hey, my bad. Again, again, someone who I would wave with that finger. This is a sign right here, Mr. Jonathan. You I think so? Might have to check in with your gentleman ways. And I have a question for you: Are you gentleman enough? I am. Debonair. You are not. I'm close. You are not. I'm getting closer. You're getting we better. Are closer by the day. Debonair right. cigars, our fine friends, uh, bring us the cigar uh, gentleman's way every week. The question is: Are you are you <laughs> debonair enough? I am. I feel like I'm. I feel like I've arrived. No, you have not arrived. You need a lot of work, but uh, that's it. Debonair cigars. Debonair cigars and rum, which we haven't got the rum. No, yet. no, we haven't. I, did I had sample a taste. It. I, I sampled, sampled it too. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Honey, Great sipping rum. Honey rum. Yeah. It was regular, and I said, he said, I want you to try the honey, and I said, I don't want to try the honey. I want to try the regular. I want you to try the honey. It was fantastic. I'm such a. Remember the rum? Was it rum we had up in your office when we did Dave? Yes. Oh, that was rum, really? That yeah, was right. like 240 proof. It was ridiculous. It was like fire. We should do Asylum because we don't want to run out of time and we are getting close. All right, so let's do it. It's time to take a peek into the Asylum. Which News from the Asylum. Right now, baby. Is brought to you by Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha ha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, ha ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, 
truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's right. That's asylum. It is. A Russian lawmaker proposes giving menstruating women paid leave during that time of the month. He cites that their moodiness gets in the way of the workplace. Under the new ordinance, women with excessive cramps would be able to enter a lottery for an extra two days off that very month. That's insane. That's asylum. Brought to you yeah, it by might be sexist. Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Wow. Truly flavorful. I don't write them. I just report on the cigars news. With sizes ranging from 4x44 wow. to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. Yeah, that's They're more than insane. It is away. sexist. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. Moving along. Hey, listen. If you need to enter the lottery, you need to enter the lottery. You know who you are. I love how we go from gentleman's way just to the opposite of gentleman's way. <laughs> it's better than Freddie, I suppose. It'd be kind of awkward to go from, from gentleman's way to Freddie or vice versa. Sure. So Ohio has an official bird. Do you know what that is? The uh, uh, peacock. It is Middle the cardinal. Finger. It is the cardinal. Has an official flower. Uh, daisy. The carnation. Do you know what a white carnation is called in, in Italian? No. Garofalo. Really? Oh. And a, an insect, a ladybug, uh, even a reptile, uh, the black racer snake. So where am I going with this? I'm uh, very curious. It now has an official artifact. A 2,000-year-old stone pipe discovered a century ago at Native American burial ground. A 7-inch long pipe carved, uh, the oldest uh, that they've ever, f- they've ever found. 2,000 years old, you 2,000 said? 2,000-year-old pipe that you would smoke tobacco in, I guess. I'm, or, I'm guessing it's weed. <laughs> 2,000 years ago? talking about Native Americans here, my people. Your people. I'm 116th Iroquois Indian. I don't believe that at I all. One sixteenth, and I can trace my lineage back on both parents to the same tribe. Carved in this pipe is a primitive man wearing a loincloth, large loop earrings, and ceremonial headgear. That could easily be my great grandfather. Uh, That's how he got the mail every day. The bowl is between his feet, and the mouthpiece is on his head. That's how you smoke it. Hmm. You puff on the top of the hat to hit the tobacco. That hats two thousand years ago. Headdress or whatever they call this hat. There's a picture of it here. Yeah, that looks like a hat. Looks like a hat. Look at the big loopy earrings, like the the guys that put what did they call the those gauges? Things? Gauges. Yeah, it's got like gauges something that in Jessica here. would be into. Yeah, men with gauges. Uh, the carve the the pipe was carved between 200 B, 20 BC and 40 AD. How do they figure that out? That's crazy. They do this thing called carbon dating, which I'm not sure how it works, but apparently you can tell when something is born or made or whatever by this, this carbon dating thing. So anyway, that is now uh, you know, part of the state of Ohio. This, this pipe. Well, uh, where does Ohio stand as far as uh, smoking laws? I don't know, but you know, they have an official pipe. so That could either be uh, a way in or the way out. Yeah. The, way, yeah. the, way, the way legislature works nowadays. Hmm. 2,000 year old pipe. Pretty cool. So they've been doing it for a long time, apparently. And Not I, only is it Garofalo, the state flower, right. but they have a pipe. They have a pipe. Pretty cool. Never so, seen you smoke a pipe. I used to do it, but uh, Mikey smokes a pipe more regularly than I do. So uh, when the tobacco comes in that we have to try, I hand it off to him, and he 
smokes his pipe and lets me know how it is. He was, as a customer, years ago when he was a customer, he would come in and buy pipe tobaccos. And even then, when I had samples, and I'd say, hey, here's some different ones I want you to try. And he'd come back with a full report. So I continued to do that uh, with him, and we have our, our own blends and all that stuff, and that was all tested uh, through him because he's got a better palate for that type of thing. Sure. Uh, I look at as, as pipe tobacco myself as like a flavored cigar. Is it always yeah. flavored, pipe tobacco, typically? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a flavoring component to it. Sometimes like that Kentucky uh, tobacco, fire-cured yeah. fire yeah. tobacco. Yeah. So technically that is not flavored, but it's been baked smoked, and yeah. smoked, and it's got a smoky taste to it. So that's the flavor of, of that certain one or whatever. But there's a lot of vanillas and, and things like that that are added to it. And I could get into I, smoking a pipe if I had the pipe, if the bowl was thick enough to be able to hold a cigar at the end, like maybe a torpedo, and then finish it up instead of holding it when it's burning your fingers, a good cigar. Yeah. We'll say like the Aroa. Yeah. Um, this wouldn't fit in a pipe. I don't think you could, but it's good enough. I'd want to I'd finish this. I told you what my grandfather used to do, Spendadula. He used to get his parodies, and after he smoked them down, he'd put them in a bucket. He'd just keep the bucket, and then they'd break up the tobacco, and that was his pipe tobacco. That, Spendadula. No but it's Spendadula. They it's used like Spitadula because he's got all the right. schmuckers coming out of his it, mouth. Let and, it dry. You know, that's why I put it in the bucket. Let it dry out even more. It's Ugh. gross, but this is how it happened in the day. Yeah, I mean, trying to save a few pennies, I guess. But I don't know. I think that's where men were men. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So uh, what do you got? We got a whole nother show and not a lot of material. The next show you probably want to miss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to disagree. I think yeah. it's some of our strongest shows where there's little show prep. What are we going to talk about? I'm telling you guys. How do the guys do it? The, the famous disc jockey talk show guys that will go on radio and go four hours straight, five days a week. Incredible. Incredible. How do they do it? I don't know. I have a no, whole new appreciation for guys that can go that long and talk about something and hold on to an right. audience. It's, I, it's not like we're just coming up under the, under the gun here. I mean, we have a full week to prep. Right, right. We have a week to prep. And that should so technically be enough for two shows. It's not. Right? No, uh, no. Did you guys hear about the Air Sex Championships of uh, 2013? <laughs> See, now, with that, this is what's going to happen on the next show. We're going to be down to <laughs> crap like this, oh, right? Oh, my goodness. Air <laughs> Sex Championships. Yes, modeled after the Air Guitar Championships. There's a, a competition for air sex, also uh, stripper movements, if you will. And they swing around the pole. What they they do just about everything, but uh, there are there are some very specific rules to it, uh, and these are the finest dry humpers and imaginary fellatio givers uh, on center stage. Is this one on one or is this solo acts? This is solo acts. It has to be by yourself. Uh, there's no tandem allowed, um, and that's all I have to report. So uh, the winner was a young lady by the name of. Jam out with my, and I'm not going to say it. Yeah, out, please don't. Thank you. But please it rhymes don't. with jam, uh, and it's not jelly. Okay. And that's it. Because that wouldn't rhyme with jam. Wouldn't rhyme with jam. No. So, uh, that's <clears throat> it, Chuck. What's going on with Making Mountains Move? We've got about two minutes left, guys. Uh, what's coming up with Making Mountains Move? We gotta, I'm going down to Nashville, Tennessee to do some speaking. Uh, talk about unleashing your legacy, you know, living life at a higher Aren't level. Aren't you working on a new series where you're interviewing... Uh, yeah, people? that that, that you no. Know, listen, this is that might, top secret. It's kind of top secret. All right, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. It's uh, meow, 
Meow. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's one of those principles where, like Dave was saying, you know, when, when the idea comes, that's the time to take action. How many ideas are get, get buried in the grave, right? And you've got to follow through. You've got to follow through. I love it. What did you say? You had the best saying of the day. It's I like forget. making a reservation. It is. Anyone can take a reservation, but holding the reservation, that's the key. That's, that's it. That's Seinfeld. He didn't come up with that. That's a Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, he took credit for it, Mr. I didn't Jonathan. take Which credit is for it. I just said it. I thought you got the Seinfeld reference, but I didn't apparently get, not. No. You're taking up from Seinfeld because it was a long time ago, but the repeats play over and over. Oh, so they're you're so get funny. They're so funny. There's the idea show. is masters of marketing. Dave, you're going to lead off the series. Yes. Good. Good. I, I'm, I'm in a new book coming out, and uh, I'll get that information not next week, the week before, because I don't have it in front of me, and <laughs> the next show starts in just minutes. If uh, we got people on still on oh, the Oh, they're uh, fired up. Really? They're fired up. They're oh sticking around. Oh, yeah. Rudy, Andex. Rudy. Oh, yeah. Rudy, you're out of your mind. Lewinsky's in there. <laughs> By the way, 1998 was the correct answer. Not, oh, All right. Okay, so that's now, it. No, I said 94. You what did, did say you 94, say? 94. I said 93. So. Okay, so I won yep. fair and square. Thank you, Rudy, for being our so fact that checker. that makes you the winner next week? I am the winner. Okay. So I was already the winner. It was declared winner. So. Today's the day, August 17, 2013. I made a mistake. Yes. Put that down on the calendar. It will not happen again. Until next year. Until next week. All right. Okay. So uh, So we're out of time. So those uh, listening in, thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you next time. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your Asylum 6x80, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. This thing could start a forest fire. Absolutely. See you. See you uh, in a couple minutes, everyone. (laughs) Hi, Chuck Morrison here for Desperado Cigars. You know, the economy is down. You hear it all the time. But what can you do about it? Well, not much if you ask me, but you can save a little scratch on your cigars if you're that desperate. Now, I'm no desperate man, but I can still enjoy a Desperado cigar. In this economy, you can still find a cigar that you can cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. Desperado cigars are imported from the fine Dominican Republic and priced for just about a dollar a smoke. Shoot, you can't beat that with a stick. They'll keep the bugs away and your old lady, too. Desperado cigars. They taste fine and smoke well. Desperado Cigars, lowest-priced national brand in the land. I'm Chuck Morrison for Desperado Cigars. Don't forget to turn off the lights. Try to save some money around here. You hear? Hi, this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices.